nice crack clap. I yeah. I feel like I preempted that that a little bit. Can we do one more? Yeah. <laughs> After three. One, two, three. Nice clap. I felt better. Yeah, did that go. did feel better. Did that feel better for you, Amy? Yep. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. All, all is right with, right, right with the world. Amy has got the clap feeling good. <laughs> I, I mean, let's not, have let's not say that. Does it sound right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're you, you are the one who is who is very, very pro clap on this podcast, Naomi. That's yeah, what I'm I like applause. What can I say? Doesn't it? I mean, everyone likes applause. We've gone over this. I don't need to rehash it. Well, the true. fact that we do one every episode. I mean, that's the slowest slow clap going, isn't it? So, could you compilate all of our claps into a round of applause? Hypothetically and theoretically, yes, but I'm not doing it because that would take a fucking I know. shitload of time. I mean, you know what it looks like, so you just. I, t- I, t- I tell you what, Stu, I'm because I'm in a weird hyper-focusing mo- mo- mood at the moment. Just, just, just in general, if you can find all the episodes that have those um ha- have claps on them, I will sit and I will do that. Just for you, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I, would I mean, honestly, if ones. you've got anything else better to do, do that, because Final Fantasy <laughs> is going to be more fun. Than <laughs> That's <claps>. true. <laughs> That's true. It's especially with a new patch coming out coming out very soon. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Zelda, which is amazing, and I can't really talk about it, because you don't want to get spoiled on anything. No, that's true. I do. I, I, I am looking forward to playing that. Though. That, that that's going to happen soon, at, at a point in the future when I when I stop spending money on flights to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I do something, I'm like, whoa, it's so good. Anyway, Star Trek Resurgence drops tomorrow. Ooh. New game. That's exciting. Is that on the PlayStation? I, yes. Mm. And Xbox and mm. yeah, kind of everything. Yes, yes, I'll be very excited doing live streams of that. And then it's Towel Day on Thursday. Ooh. Towel Day. Oh, for Hitchhiker's Guide. Nonplussed. Yeah. Yes. I've. You're gonna have to have to remind me why is why is it Towel Day? Because it's not forty-two. No, I can't remember why it's specifically Towel Day. It, it's the same date every year. Um, hmm. it, probably something to do with when Hitchhikers launched, or was it the anniversary of the death of Douglas Adams or something? I, I, I honestly can't remember the reasoning. I need to look it up because I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm, having, I, I'm actually having a little look now. Um, it's celebrated every year on the 25th as a tribute to the author. Mm-hmm. Uh, the origin, 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 origin. Uh, that's a lot of words, Wikipedia. I just want to know why why you do it. <laughs> so you need Chat GPT for that. Oh, I can't I can't stand Chat GPT. Oh, I hate you know the very I'm gonna ask idea it. of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the thing. Uh, what is Chat GPT? Well, I use a Bing one. It's AI. It, I don't basically. have to give it my telephone number. Um, but uh, it's actually quite a useful tool. But it's again like it's I wouldn't replacing use it. it's replacing all the creative industries. No, well, it, Stop it. to me it's like <laughs> it's kind of like Google, but it speaks to you in plain language, right? So I use Google as a search function for Reddit because that's mm. the easiest way for me to gain information. 
the the AI is sort of similar to that, I think, where it's you're, you're, you're searching for something, for example, and it will speak to you back in plain English rather than send you a bunch of links to look at or like sum it up. So I think it's good if you know your subject and you ask it about your subject that you know it about because then you know where it's wrong. Same as you would if you were searching something on Google, like not everything's right, right? But if you don't know what you're talking about, how do you know what's wrong? So, yeah, it's weird. I don't think I've ever felt so old listening to that. Yeah, this is like this is like the new thing. I think you need to be like down with the kids and use this. <laughs> no, no, no. This this needs to be this needs to be burned in a fire and confined to a locked box for all eternity. I, I, I honestly, I, I I don't consider myself to be much much of a luddite, but AI, ChatGPT, all that sort of stuff, I it chills me to the fucking bone. It really does. But it's what like, what's the difference of that compared to the internet? Right. Because the the internet doesn't create for you. People no. create posts on the internet. But on the internet. If, if, okay, I get it if you're talking about like images and stuff, because there's a whole argument in terms of that side. But yeah, if don't get me started it, on that side as an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I totally agree with that. Like it's it shouldn't be used in place of human art. Um, but I think as like a, a search function or a tool to sort of use the internet. To me, it's just the sum of the internet all combined into one place. It mm. speaks to you, but it's mm. not speaking to you because it's got its own spark of imagination or anything. It's just reiterating what has been fed into it previously. Like when you search something on Google. Mm. Right. So, yeah. I mean, may- maybe I-, I-, I need to do some more, some more, more research on it. Like, mm. like may- maybe I should try, try, actually try and interact with it a bit and stuff. But yeah, just, just the idea just, just horrifies me on, on a very, a very existential level. I'm not, not sure why. I'm not sure yeah. why. I think like. I mean, I, I apologise if this analogy sounds awful because I'm not in the creative industry, so I don't know. It, it's not affecting me personally or anything, um, so I might be misspeaking. But I think, like, if you look at something like furniture, for example, you have IKEA, and it produces a lot of mass naff crap furniture, that, but people buy it. And then you have people that create actual decent pieces of furniture that are handmade or have like had a lot of experience poured into, and they're really good, and people still have have a market for that. I think the AI art and creative industry is going to wipe out that kind of corporate base stuff you know you know what I mean where it's just like the kind of bog standard stuff but you still want the things that are created nicely I'm going to say that's probably a bad analogy because even like your your bog standard stuff from Ikea has Mm. to be designed by it's designed by graphic artists you're going to have engineers who so who's to say that the AI doesn't have all of that because it doesn't create this out of thin air it's it's putting artists out of jobs and it it takes existing artwork and this is the really scary part it takes existing artwork from actual artists without giving any um any Credit royalties or recognition, or any recognition. Mm, there's a difference I mean, between influenced by an in, artist. in the artwork industry at the very least you're always going to have um you run of the mill art thieves who do take something that you've worked on might repost it as their own or they might try and alter it slightly to make it mm. look more like theirs the issue with the artwork side of ai is that it's feeding in hundreds and hundreds of different people's pieces of artwork without their consent <clears throat> without their knowledge and then people are trying to use that to gain money mm. and it's taking money out of someone else's pocket 
without giving them credit, without asking permission, it's it is straight up theft to a degree. Mm-hmm. I'm, and it, yeah, and again, I, I absolutely because... agree. I don't think that's a, a bad point. Um, I'm curious to know um, with that kind of thing. I'm going to lose my topic. Don, what were you going to say? I was going to say, um, and on just on that kind kind of vein, uh, because. Uh, the thief in the case, in this case, because because the perpetrator is an AI, is a computer program. Um, it's a very legally sticky grey area. Say for example, if you catch ChatGPT plagiarising the art of hundred artists, who do who do you prosecute? So who do you hold pers- accountable? So if I create a piece of art, I've created that based on my experiences and what I've had fed into me throughout my life right mm. and my um my influences and, and whatnot so why they won't be necessarily credited they have influenced my work so is this different yes or sort of, mm. um because the difference there is that influence and uh your impression of the things that you've seen and experienced are very different to a computer literally ripping it piece for piece mm. so what they're just using the same pieces they feed the pieces in and then throw different pieces together to try and create something new mm-hmm. but more often than not you can see where it's come from you can see yeah. that it's almost a direct one-to-one ratio of another person's piece of artwork blended mm. with another person's piece of artwork so rather than it being like a um a natural like there's nothing wrong with taking inspiration from someone's mm. art style it's the highest form of flattery but then if you were to trace that person's artwork very wrong and the tracing is what the ai is doing mm. but on a mm. grander scale with multiple pieces of artwork all at the same time well, I have to say, this has gotten deliciously... <laughs> Sorry, it's, I just find no, it a no, no, super interesting it's conversation. Great. I could, like, it's natter about this for ages. Because, like, I absolutely agree with you. I don't think it's good for the creative industry whatsoever, and it's going to rip out a lot of problems and stuff. But I, th- I think it's such, like, an interesting topic to discuss, because it's, no, like, it, it absolutely, so weird. It yeah. absolute, absolute, absolutely is. I really, 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 really enjoyed that. Um, mm. Speaking of getting deliciously deep, <laughs> welcome back, <laughs> listeners, to Tales from a Twenty Side. A Pathfinder 2nd Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom and I'm your GM for this game and many others. And I'm joined by Stu. 11 minutes in before we get to that. It's fine, <laughs> it's fine. At least I didn't forget. Uh, I'm joined by Amy. I'm a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by Asta. Hello. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Um, so, yeah, as as I mentioned with, uh, with my lovely segue there, um, yeah, speaking of being deliciously deep... Um, our party, the, the Agents of Chaos, are currently very deliciously deep. What's going on, folks? Oh, we have got ourselves into a bit of a predicament where we're in the middle of this quest, of a quest of a quest, where we've got to deal with this Orianos. Um, he's attacked us. He's very slippery. He's very hard to hit. I don't think Della's landed anything on him. She's not feeling very well. Um, and now he's just gone in the middle and I don't, I don't like where this is going. We've, uh, we've got ourselves in hot water, and Alvin's got a sinking feeling. Hmm. Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're into sort of aquatic combat now. 
We are um, into, into, into aquatic combat, and, and just just before we start the episode properly, um, I will take a moment just to uh, just refresh perhaps your your memories on aquatic combat because it's, <laughs> it's, it's certainly not something that, that we've done in the podcast uh, up to this point. Yeah, let oh, me go haven't. to archives of madness because I'm sure they'll have something <laughs> on there. All right, Dom, tell you. Yeah. Oh, that yes. way the listeners that get the too. benefit as well. But I, I'm also a, a visual person. I need to kind of read stuff sometimes. You, yeah. Watch Dom Tully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you how to do it. Yeah. Don't help tell me how to be, Stu. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah, so um, tell us about aquatic combat then. Aquatic combat. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are done with your recap, um, which it sounds like you might be, anybody want to add anything? Oh, we're drowning. <laughs> Not quite yet, <laughs> but uh, that's certainly in, in water. That is certainly on the horizon, perhaps. <laughs> we keep bobbing down and then popping up again, like that gophers game you get at the arcades where you try and bash them on the head as they pop up. I mean, what? that's kind of what it felt like. Whack them all. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It was a little bit. It was a little um, bit. But yeah, um, but Ryden's doing all the big hitting at the moment. And and taking the big hits as well. Is Ryden feeling a bit... She's not doing good. Weather? She's not doing good. Oh, right. Let's see what we can do about that. Underwater. <laughs> Probably not a lot. There we go. Well, I mean... Lest, lest we forget, Alwyn is the uh, self-appointed healer of the party. So, <laughs> yeah. Can I can I keep encouraging words, people, infinitely until they've no, stacked up their temporary hit points? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a once per combat One thing. Done. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah, once per ten minutes. <laughs> Ooh, uh, one little thing from last episode uh, that I realised kind of a little bit after the event. Um, so when I used my shield block, um, mm-hmm. and obviously that reduces the amount of incoming damage, but also the shield also takes the same amount of damage that Alwyn takes, uh, which now means his shield is broken. If if we're playing the rules to, to the letter of the game, that's true. I haven't been doing that up to this point. I'm not bothered. Like I'm oh, I'm, okay. I'm I'm not going to track that level of, of, of minutia. That doesn't that doesn't really interest me. I mean, sometimes there are effects that, that, that specifically say your weapon breaks or your armor weight breaks or, or etc. etc. Et but uh, like, I'm not, I'm not into tracking the hit points of inanimate objects. Oh, doesn't, fair enough. That doesn't interest fair me. Enough. And it seems a bit like you know, a steel shield, like basically this big lump of steel has only twenty hit points. That doesn't seem right at all. Uh, but also, also you would reduce that damage by the shield's hardness as well. So whatever the shield's hardness is, you you take that off, that off off the damage. Um, oh. Also, 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 if we if we just dive a little bit into mathematics a second, um, um, how many hit points did you have at uh, at level one, Alwyn? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I can't even remember. I think it was probably somewhere in the region of fifteen or sixteen. That sounds about right. Mm. And then, and then you think, um, think about how much damage uh, the average strike with, say, a warhammer does. So, a, a warhammer is is a D eight of damage. Um, uh, D eight damage, average roll five. Let's assume 
the character using it using it is maxed out. That's nine point point points of damage. You can only take sort sort of two strikes of those at level one before you're before you're down. And when you kind of translate that into into the real world, um, that kind of makes sense. But particularly when it comes to comes to bludgeoning attacks, because bludgeoning was how you got through plate armor. Because if if you if you if if you you were against a foe, a foe in full plate armor, obviously you can't cut through it. But but you can crush the armor, the armor into them. Hmm. There was there, there was a point there. I think I made it. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. When you put it like that, it makes yeah. sense. It's just like now I'm like I'm almost my total hit points is almost a hundred. Very nice. Um, you know, so like still shield having twenty, like being basically a fifth as robust as our win mm. doesn't but, sound. But yeah, no, you've explained it, yeah. and, and yes, it makes sense now. And also, and also in real life, you don't level up and get and get mathematically stronger. So. <laughs> I level up every year. I'm level 50 now. Ah, congrats on your level up. <laughs> uh, right, sorry, folks. I got horribly distracted there. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, let's let's run through um, a little briefing on aquatic combat. Yes, um, uh, so as re- as a reminder, the v- the very last last thing thing that happened uh, in the battle with with Orianos, uh, he moved to the centre of the. Um, of the of the lake uh, rose on the surface and declared uh, let's see how well you let's see how well well you fare in my world or word, word, words to words to to that effect as he said this he raised his arms to to, to the sky um, your world turned upside down um, so essentially imagine um, you're still standing on the surface of this lake um, however um, Rather than having the sky above you, you now have the bottom of the lake above you. If that makes sense. It's like you—it's like you've literally just ju- ju- just been flipped 180, uh, gravi- gra- gravity included. But you are—you are indeed now underwater as this has happened. So, aquatic combat. A number of things happen to you as as you, as you are now underwater. Uh, you are flat-footed unless you have a swim speed, which I don't think any of you do. Uh, it would probably be somewhere near your regular speed, or if you've got a feet or something that something that, uh, that gets you okay, one. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, you also have resistance five uh, to acid damage and fire damage, which means it's—I'll I'll be honest—it's probably not not going to come up. Um, on this occasion, uh, but if you were to be subjected to anything that dealt acid damage or fire damage, uh, you would take five less damage. Um, if you are making an attack with a melee slashing or bludgeoning attack, uh, you take a minus two two penalty. Uh, not to, not to piercing though. Interestingly enough, um, if you are making a ranged attack that deals either bludgeoning or slashing. Uh, it automatically misses if the target is is underwater, um, and if you're using um, a pierce a piercing a piercing ranged attack, uh, your range increments are halved. So things like your bow, um, the range is uh, the range range on the bow is is half as much 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 as as it would be. Uh, and the last thing that will will perhaps be um, useful for Raiden to know is whilst you are un- whilst you are underwater, uh, you cannot cast fire spells or or use any actions that have the fire trait whilst you're underwater. 
Do spells have like a spoken aspect? Uh, a lot of spell spells do, and we're about to get to uh, sort, of, sort of spell casting and that sort of thing. Uh, so other than what I've just, just mentioned above, um, the game functions exactly per- perfectly as it, as it always does. You can you, you can still take all the actions you can you can norm- normally take. Um, moving will obviously you'll be a bit slower than than usual unless you have have, have a swim swim speed. Um, however, we we come to perhaps the most uh, important part of this encounter now, uh, which uh, revolves around drowning and suffocation. Lovely. Uh, so. Um, uh, basically, what is everybody's constitution modifiers? Four. Uh, three. Okay. Two. Okay, that's not too bad. So, what, um, in terms of how much, in terms of, of your air supply, um, you can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to five plus your constitution modifier. So for Alwyn, that's nine rounds. Uh, for for Raiden, that's eight rounds, and for Della, that is seven rounds. So that is uh, essentially your time your time limit. Um, so also the way the way the way that the way that this this, this works um, at the end of uh, at the end of each of your turns, your remaining air reduces by one round. Um, if you cast a spell on that turn, it reduces by two rather than one. Um, you also lose one round's worth of air each time you suffer a critical hit or or critically fail a save against uh, taking damage. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Uh, and now, just to be clear, you say about spells, is that spells with the verbal trait? Uh, yes. If, you, if, if your spells don't have a verbal component, um, then that doesn't affect those. But I think okay. most spells have a verbal component. Alwyn's okay. one spell doesn't. Ah, <laughs> very nice. Very I've already nice. done encouraging words. So, so, so yeah, and um, and there is there is obviously obviously some stuff that uh, that happens when you eventually do run out of air, but I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep that a secret for now, shall we? Mm, <laughs> hopefully, we'll we won't get to that. Hopefully, hopefully we won't. But you, but you never know. Um, Regardless, um, that is my explanation done. Uh, would anybody like any of that re-explained at all? No, I'm good. You all good? All makes sense to me. Yeah, Asta, uh, you yeah, good? I scribbled it down as you were talking with my crazy note-taking. With your with your insane stenography skills. Skills. There we go. Uh, all right. Um, so th- let's jump back into uh, the initiative order. Um, so it did take Orianos's basically his entire turn uh, to to flip you all all underwater, and you can see that whilst he he's he's underwater, um, he now appears before you not as this um, as this elven 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 individual. Uh, he he appears to be um, like a living mass of of of, roi- of ro- roiling water. Um, if you've ever seen a water ele- water a water. Ele- Elemental. Uh, he appears much more in that in that vein rather than his his kind of semi-elven form. Uh, but it is Alwyn's turn. Right. Uh, I'm next to Raiden, aren't I? Uh, you are within five feet of Raiden. Yes. Okay. And uh, just a reminder, I am still um, 
Still hasted, thank you. Uh, so first action will be to keep the shield raised. Mm-hmm. Second action will be a lay on hands on Raiden. So Raiden gets 18 hit points back. Very nice. And yes, it is just somatic, that spell, so that's very relevant. Uh, is Orianas is he within five feet of me? Uh, he is not. Uh, Orianos is ten feet, feet away from you. Um, what I'm going to say, this isn't strictly how um, underwater speed speed works, but I'm going to say uh, because you're kind of stood still on the surface of this lake, um, ra- rather than having to swim around, uh, you can walk around around as normal, um, but you'll be moving at half speed. Okay, with half speed I can get to him with one action then. Yes, you can. I'd very much like to do. And with my fourth action, I'd like to stab him with the piercing striking rapier. Very nice. Make the attack. Oh, that's a bit shit. Uh, 21. Uh, 21 is a miss, I'm afraid. Not to worry. Still an effective round, I felt. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, all right. Uh, end of Alwyn's turn. Um, obviously, reduce your air supply by one round. It is Della's turn. Talking about effective turns. <laughs> uh, can one throw up underwater? Um, ordinarily, no, but I'm going to say because of um, there's something, there's a few things that you guys don't know about this this place and this ability. I'm going to say yes on this okay. occasion. Cool. And how far is Orianos from me? Uh, he is he is currently. Uh, you could get to him with 15 feet of movement. Uh, could I get into a flanking position with Alwyn in 15? Uh, if you wanted to get, get into a flanking position, that would be 25 feet. I actually 20. know what it would be. You could do it with 20 feet. 20, okay. Hmm. Thoughts. Dada's going to take two actions to move the 20 feet to get in flanking. And yep. she's going to swing with that cold iron dagger, hoping that she hits this time. Come on, Della. Come on. You've been yeah. crap all day. It's a, it's a new I episode. I rolled a 20. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah. There yeah. we go. Crit, 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 it's a, crit, it's a, new, it's a new, new recording session. New Della's recording back. session. I'm back <laughs> with a 20. That will be my one and only roll. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a roll. First of all, let's have your damage with sneak attack, Della, damage and then I will get you your crit attack. cards. With my plus iron dagger, so that's a four, four, seven, eleven, doubled, twenty-two. Twenty-two points of damage, and uh, yeah, as you cut into him with the cold, cold iron dagger, you watch as his skin uh, sort of hisses and bubbles as the blade make, makes contact. So he takes a further ten points of damage. What? How much was it, was the damage roll? Uh, Twenty-two total. Twenty-two. Nasty, nasty strike. Um, as you plunge this dagger in. Uh, okay, so for your crit cards, Della, um, you have. <laughs> you have a choice between headshot or tongue piercing. I mean, headshot. Headshot, okay. Mm. So, your critical damage um, was 22, is that correct? Yes. 
The first thing, thing, thing that happens is he takes triple damage from that strike. <laughs> yeah. So rather than 22, that becomes 33, which then becomes 43, based uh. on his, uh, uh, his vulnerability to cold iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, on Della's character sheet, yeah. is there a box that says Class DC? Class DC. I feel like, yes. Does it have a number inside it? Uh, I've got, it says 21, I think. 21, that sounds about right. Um, mm. It says DC base is 10, key is 3, profession is 8, and I'm trained. Okay, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, because it'll be 10 base plus your, um, uh, plus your dex modifier. Plus four. Which is plus four, so uh, that is uh, 14. And then you add your proficiency, which is um, your train, so it's two plus your level for eight. Yes. Uh, so 22, 22. Oh, okay. Let me update that. The crit card headshot. In addition to dealing triple damage, has the following crit, crit effect. The target must succeed at a fortitude save or die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was saving it up. Yeah. You can see Dom's life oh. flashing before his eyes. So you got you got to beat 22 then. And I can tell you Fortitude save is not Orianos's best save. In fact, it is his Good. worst save. Good, like me. <laughs> Orianos Orianos has a Fortitude saving throw modifier of plus 12 um, if if I roll below a 10 on this dice you've wiped the encounter <laughs> he rolls a 12 <laughs> so close so close so I close. gave him a good wallet though so that's fine you really you really you really did Della so uh, yeah you, you sort, sort of um wading your way across the water um, you stand stand behind behind this, this creature sort of accepting his challenge to fight him in his own realm you, you, you identify a part of him that looks mostly still humanoid and you plunge in um, for what looks like like the throat uh, the water churns and rises and he and he thrusts you thrusts you away again now leaking this um, this silvery mercurial blood into the water as, as he does so. And yeah, that was a very close run thing there. Fucking hell. <laughs> so much uh, for phase two. <laughs> uh, that's it. And and yeah, with that heavy, heavy strike, uh, that end, ends Della's turn. We're round to mm-hmm. Raiden. Uh, I uh, would like to, first of all, assess if I were to cast my um, favoured type of spell. Is that a bad idea where we are right now? <laughs> oh, um, what's your Arcana modifier, uh, Ryden? My Arcana is a plus fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, this is gonna this is going to cost you an action to to, to, to think about this. Plus fourteen on Arcana. Um, you're not sure. You've never done it. Um, the logic would dictate that 
uh, water, as you know, is is conductive to, to electricity. That there, there is a chance that it might feed back onto either yourself or to. Um, but basically, the spell you, you may not be able, be, be able to be able to control the magic as you normally expect to. But equally, as say you've never done it, you might you might be completely, completely fine. I do like learning, so I'm going to uh, cast lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, they will take a basic reflex save. Okay, uh, lightning bolt is a five foot line. Yes. Uh, five yes. foot wide line. So with that, I, I I will say that with the angle that, that Raiden is currently at, um, she will pro- probably wa- probably want to move in order to, order to get to get a clean shot on just Orianos, um, unless she, unless she, unless she wants wants to blast <laughs> Alana Raiden, uh, Della. Uh, no, that that is not part of her plan. Um... <laughs> do it. Oh, that's true. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Just do it. Finish him. We'll heal up afterwards. Bryden's Bryden's complicated. How much does she care about these people? <laughs> Versus getting out of here. I mean, how many days have we spent together? It's not. It's it's not that, it's not many, that, that many days. But no. but by that same token, with the conversation in the in the conversation with Ilvera and Matavius, um, Raiden at least hinted that she she cared a little bit. But you know that's not for me to decide. That's for you to decide. I do it, and part of my vo- ver- verbal component is shouting sorry. All <laughs> 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 right, you blast out this lightning bolt. Um, I'm going to need. A reflex save uh, from Alwyn and from Della. Oh, that's something I'm okay with. Uh, 18 for Alwyn, which I'm guessing is a fail. Uh, yeah, it's a 22. 22, uh, okay. I get a 23. 23. Very nice. So that is a success for Della and uh, a failure for Alwyn. Uh, roll your damage on the lightning bolt. Uh, 39. 39 damage. Um, sorry, what was your what was your uh, DC? 22. 22. Well, that is unfortunate. I rolled a 14 on Orianos's on the dice for Orianos. His bonus is plus 18. He critically succeeds. Uh, no. Uh, um, what, what what was the damage uh, you, uh, you rolled? Roll Raiden. 39. Ouch. Okay. So Alwyn, um, uh, you take 39 point, points of electricity damage. And some ring damage as well. Uh, Della will take uh, 19 points of electricity damage. 19, okay. Uh, Alwyn takes four points of ring damage as you're blasted with lightning. And uh, Raiden, how how many dice do you roll uh, Uh, when you roll uh, lightning bolt? Four, okay. Um, so as as you kind of loose this loose this lightning bolt, um, it feeds back to you a little bit, and you take four points of of, of electricity damage. Yeah, and and perhaps to uh, the uh, um, the chagrin of of, of Della and and Alwyn, uh, they see that Orianos is completely untouched as he as he, he kind of breaks apart and melds with the water for just a moment. I think that's going to end Raiden's turn. Sorry. 
Uh, so reduce your air supply by two Raiden, one for casting the spell, one for uh, ending your turn. Uh, which brings us round to uh, Orianos, uh, you know, still looking quite heavily wounded from that strike. Um, you watch as he spins, um, he, he kind of brings his arms together, these raging torrents of water, um, starts to whirl them around himself, almost like like a whirlpool. Uh, he will make a strike against Della and against Alwyn. Uh, so against Della, that is going to be a... Thirty-three to hit. No, um, thirty-one to hit, Della. Oh, that was close to be a critical. Ooh. That's a hit. Ooh, okay, thirty-one to hit, Della. Uh, oh, that's a crap roll, and a dirty twenty against Alwyn. Nope. Okay. On oh my guard, after Riders nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Right. Rightfully so, rightfully so. I foresee some... Uh, All right. Are you sure you're not evil when we get out of this? <laughs> 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 Too right. <laughs> so, Della, you take um, 12 points of bludgeoning damage as this as this current of water slams into you, uh, and you are pushed... Uh, you are pushed five feet away from Orianos. Okay. Um... Uh, he's got an action left. Uh, he actually will have, ha- having blasted you away from him, from Hindella, um, uh, this raging torrent of water uh, surges away from Alwyn and uh, dives toward Raiden. Uh, that will provoke attack of opportunity if you, still have, if you have the reaction. I will take that, yes. Oh, 19 on the die for 34. Oh, that is a hit, Alwyn. If Della hadn't been knocked back, that would have been a crit. Yeah, uh, that's 10 points of piercing damage. 10 points of piercing, very nice. Of course, the, pe- the piercing weapon not taking any penalty. Um, so yeah, that that does take all, all of Orianos' turn. He, he basically um, swarm... He, he, he tries tries to whelm Della and, and Alwyn, uh, knocking her away from himself as he does so. Then bursts away in a jet of speed towards uh, towards Raiden. Uh, I keep almost saying Otto because I'm using Otto's token to represent Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> he's not here. He's 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 sleeping. He's sleeping. Um, end of Orianos' turn. We are round to Alwyn. Okay. Um, how far away is Orianos now? Uh, so basically. Um, uh, probably intentionally, he has moved. Um, you see, he's moved essentially to the far side of Raiden. Uh, to get into um, into melee combat with him would be 15 feet of movement. Okay, um, that's going to be two actions. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll do that. Can I get so? I'm making it as easy as possible for Dola to get into a flanking position. Uh, yes, you can do that with uh, with te- 20 feet of movement. Uh, yes, that would still be two actions, so yes. Yes, I'd yep. like to do that, please. Okay, two actions. You, um, you, you wade across. Third action, I'll continue to raise the shield. Uh, fourth action, I'll strike at him with the rapier again. Yeah, that haste coming in clutch, man. It really is. Uh, shit roll though, twenty-two. 
Oh, 22, unfortunate. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're not used to being underwater like, like, like this, Alwyn. It's, it's, it's really strange. It's like you're walking through, through tar um, with, 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 all, with all the weight of the water and stuff. Yeah, you, you plunge the rapier toward, toward this roiling mass of, of water and uh, you, you, you end up glancing to one side. That's Alwyn. Okay, which brings us around to Della. So obviously Alwyn, reduce your air supply by one round. Uh, Dada, it's your turn. Uh, uh, so, how much movement to get into that flanking spot? Uh, it would take you 20 feet of movement. 20 feet, okay. Um, so, I will use two actions to move into that spot. Okay. And I'm going to swing with the dagger. Back down to the math rolls. So, that's a 23. Or 23 against a flat-footed Orianos in his watery form, which does affect his AC. 23 is just enough to hit. Oh, yes. Yay. Okay. With some sneaks. Oh, nice. Uh, so, 6, 8, 13. Cold 13. Iron. 13. Oh, the cold iron again. Again, as as you strike him, you watch uh, the water kind of kind of boil and hiss as it's struck with a cold iron. So that that thirteen becomes a hell of a lot more. Uh, you can see now after that strike, um, this 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 roiling mass of water. It looks like it's starting to break apart. You think it's um, you get the sense that Orianos is struggling to hold himself together. However, very much still st- still kicking, very much st- still a threat for the time being. Boom! That's it for me. Stella done. Yeah. We're around to Raiden. Can she bring it home? <laughs> don't, don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I can get to within five feet of Orianos, uh, you already are. When he moved, it, it, it's, it's almost like he moved behind you, you to try and launch an attack on you. Uh, in that case, I will shocking grasp. Go for it, roll the attack. Oh, I'm going to change and use my ride and die. That was a terrible idea, hero point. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good use for hero point to change one crit to another. <laughs> yes! <laughs> very, uh, very I like nice. Make him disappear. Okay, ha, ha, what's, what, what is the minimum damage on your uh, shock and grasp? Minimum damage would be... Two. Two, okay. Let's, let's roll, roll, your, roll your dice. I rolled a 17. Okay. Um, so, uh, based, based on, your, on your natural 20 riding, obviously you have a choice of drawing a crit card. Uh, I offer you the following choices as uh, inspiration for how you defeat Orianos. Would you like uh, Life Leech or Light Blast? What do you guys think? Oh, Life Leech sounds (laughs) the most evil. Yeah, that's a fair point. We'll go Life Leech. (laughs) Go with Life Leech. Alright, so as part of that that strike, Raiden... um, you actually draw some of uh, Orianos's essence into you, uh, recovering three hit points. 
Now tell me how it looks as you as you as you destroy him. Uh, probably very similar to his mist stalker. Um, start charging up the uh, purpley electricity around my hands, and um, any part of him that still looks vaguely humanoid, I'm going to wrap my hands around his throat. <laughs> oh, nasty, nasty. She, she, she literally is turning into, into, into the Emperor. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do so. And, yeah, um, as you do so, uh, how, again, how, how many dice are uh, on um, for that one, just uh, Shock two. and Grasp? Just two. Again, so, so you, you, as part of casting that spell, you take two point, points, points of lightning damage. Uh, Alwyn and Raiden uh, also take two points of lightning damage. Della. Sorry, Alwyn and Della, that's what I meant. Yeah. Ooh. And ring damage. And ring damage. Uh, two points of ring damage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how much was that? Two points of ring damage. As 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 it kind of arcs out from 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 him. Yeah. So Raiden charging this hand up with with with, with energy, um, grabs hold of this of this the, of this roiling elemental. Um, there's a burst of energy. You watch as some of the water is drawn into in, in, into Raiden, closing up her wounds. And then uh, there is a mighty flash of light as um, you watch as uh, the elemental form of of of, of Orianos still thrashing around um, in its very much in its death throes, um, uh, bursts and disperses, and you all find yourselves um, thrust. Um, Above the welcome surface of the water, as your as your as your heads break into into in, into the air, air, air once more. I'm so sorry. Is everyone okay? <gasps> Not really. I'm sorry. <laughs> it seemed it Can seemed I like a good again? idea at the time, and then it kind of wasn't. <laughs> I, I think, given what's just happened, uh, Della can absolutely <laughs> throw up, and I'm just going to say that that ends that okay. that ends your second condition. Yeah, I feel like as soon as we come out the the thing and you go, is everyone around? Right? <laughs> 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 I, I think I'm okay. Just the handkerchief comes go. out, and I start right. dabbing Della's uh, face. <laughs> oh. Whilst you're still water. whilst you're still swimming in the water. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so you're dabbing her wet face yep. with your wet handkerchief. <laughs> your, your 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 fingernails are, are rather claw-like. Yeah, maybe you should take that, and I just <laughs> hand you the handkerchief. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna swim that way. <laughs> yeah. Or, so, or is it? How deep is this water? It's uh, quite so deep. That's a great question. So this so this. This water, when you were plunged under underneath it, you know it, it looked a good sort of 20, 20, 30 feet, thirty feet feet deep. But kind of as you take the take the, take this moment to, to to take a breath and 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 you know well regain your senses, um, you start to notice um, the surface of the water appears to be raining upwards, and it starts raining harder and harder, sort of coalescing into a single point, um, and then. You watch as, in a matter of seconds, uh, this lake that you were that you were that you, that you found, found yourselves in um, coalesces into a ball of water uh, that vanishes into the into the sky, and you find yourselves landing with a squelch um, in the in the muddy basin of this uh, of what was this 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 lake. Oh no! I hold my hat up. <laughs> I'm back into the sky where it belonged. Uh, we did it. Just. Are you okay, though? 
yeah, my hair standing on end. <laughs> Alwyn and Della are looking a little bit frazzled. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how. What, what's what's the time of day? We we need to get back and tell Rav what Rav we've done. Yes. Yeah, we're running out of yes. time. Yes, yes, we do. But first, I'm going to have a look around. So when uh, we dispatched. Um, the other one, there was a javelin that was left. I'm going to look around to see if there's anything. I'm also going to look for the club that I dropped as well. Okay, uh, let's have a uh, let's have a perception roll from Alwyn. Do you want help? I can help. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Um, so as as you walk around uh, trying to find this uh, um, this club, um, the club is gone. Alwyn, you, you, you don't see it anywhere. It's probably got stuck in the mud or something, but yeah, you, you see no sign of that. Um, what you do find, you find, uh, you find, uh, you find as as you're walking as you're as you're walking around Alwyn, um, sort of looking for, for for this club you dropped, and also anything that may have been left behind by by Orianos, um, you come across. Um, a dozen uh, quite large, quite large freshwater oysters that are lying in the in the muck and the mud. Okay, I'll gather them up. Uh, you also you also come come across in the in the area sort of where um, Oranos was was finally de- finally destroyed. Um, you come across something that that is almost imperceptible, but it becomes obvious as 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 the light kind of kind of shimmers on it. Kind of shimmers on it. Um, You see, um, there is what looks to be um, looks to be a cloak of some kind. It has kind of a silver, a silvery sheen sheen to it um, that appears to be made of. And yeah, as as you touch it, it feels like like it's made of water. But 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 it's a it's a tangible object, and you can you can kind of pick it up. Oh, Raiden, this this cloak, probably magical, is it? Is it is it magical? Hmm. How would you, how would you know? Um. Oh, you have arcane sense now, don't you? Which means you always have to have magic. But as I as I focus on it, my there eyes go. go pure black. Yeah. Oh. Definitely not evil, guys. <laughs> not, not at all evil. <laughs> Uh, yes, as as you as you focus on the on the item, um, I, I can tell you the the oysters are not are not are not uh, are not magical. Uh, however, the item uh, the uh, this this kind of cloak you uh, you pick up um, definitely has a strong aura of, um, of 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 elemental primal primal magic about it. Uh, yep, yeah, that, that definitely. Um... Definitely smells kind of magical, very uh, primal. Okay, do, do, do you want it? Do you? I I don't know what it do, what does it do. Della puts <laughs> it on. <laughs> just whips it out of Owen's hand. Della whips it out of Owen's hand and, and just uh, just puts it on. Oh, my back's wet. <laughs> 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 Interestingly, no. Um, so, 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 Della, as as you whip this cloak around around your around, around your shoulders, and when I say cloak, 
I really mean it's more more of a shawl than than anything else. Um, yeah, you put it across 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 your back, and, and it's strange. You expect it to make to, you expect it to make your back feel feel wet, but actually it doesn't. It actually feels as you put it on, it feels it feels almost comforting. You know, there's a there's a soft warmth to it as you as you throw it around your around your, around your shoulders. We found a comfort blanket. Oh, this is amazing! <laughs> this is nice. I like it. Well, Does I, it what, suit the hat? Um, so, so this cloak you can't because you can't really see it, and unless the light is right, uh, I'd say yeah, it absolutely does. Cool, I like it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say, will say, say, Della, as you throw the, throw this this cloak around your shoulders, um, there is a moment where. Um, some of the lingering water in from where you were you were ill a second ago um, kind of bubbles into your lungs and you start to cough um, sort of with this water in, in, in your lungs and then as you throw the shawl around your shoulders um, you find that that coughing sub- coughing subsides and you're no longer experiencing that discomfort mm. interesting uh, uh, there are there Obviously, without without knowing exactly what what the item does, you you can draw your own conclusions on that. Obviously, yours now. Unless you want it, I'm fine. It, it hasn't eaten no. me. No. No. I'm I'm happy. I've got my oysters. Okay. We'll eat well tonight. Ah, now while we're talking about magical things, uh, Raiden, uh, can you can remove my ring? He'll hold out his <laughs> he'll hold out his hand in a kind of like pull my finger sort of gesture. Um, this ring it it keeps biting me. Whenever I get injured, it 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 does more. It it hurts me. Yeah. As 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 Alwyn shows you his hand ride, and you can see that his 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 ring finger on his left hand is that what you put it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. His ring finger on his left hand. Um, the hand itself looks um, looks sort of, sort of normal and healthy, uh, but there is one finger uh, which has a ring a ring on it. Uh, that that finger is um, it is blackened and it is necrotized and, and it looks very doesn't doesn't look healthy. Um, do I get a read on the ring with my uh, detect magic? Yes, you do. That that ring is uh, is very very magical, very powerfully magical. Well, before I try anything, I should get some <clears throat> information so that I narrow down my search of what needs doing. Where did you get this? Uh, found it. Before I met you. Yes, got it a long, long time ago now. And then forgot I had it and then found it in my pack and put it on. And now it won't come off. I mean, the the alternative is I'll get Della to. Cut I mean, the depending off. on whether or not that changes when the ring comes off, you might need it anyway. Um, can I uh, maybe try and um, do some kind of Arcana check to see if I can gauge what this ring is about? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, roll that Arcana. Uh, actually, what's your uh, uh, what's your Arcana bonus? Fourteen. Okay. Uh, so, Raiden, um, 
whatever this whatever this this ring is, and you're not entirely certain. It seems to it seems it seems to be quite a powerful ma magic item. Um, you're not familiar with the exact kind of item it might be. Uh, however, certainly looking at it, listening to what Alwyn is saying about it, you get the sense that it is probably cursed. It is cursed. I watched the movie last night. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> With uh, that um, assumption, would I know if it would be better to lean into um, curse removal magic or would a dispelling of it work? Uh, so based on, based on your general knowledge of, of magic and of that role... Um, both are likely to be effective. However, um, cur you know, um, specialized curse removal magic will be much more effective. Uh, in that case, um, from what I can wager, it looks like it's cursed. Uh, quite. And actually, actually, in fact, as as part as, as part of that role, I, th I, I think it'd be fair to it'd be fair to say that. Um, uh, you um, you don't think that that curse would end if the finger were removed? Um, I think the ring is cursed. Quite powerful magic involved. Um, I don't mm -hmm. think the curse would end if Della removed the finger. You've got... What, even like taking the ring with it? Probably not. But two options available. <clears throat> Um, magic that involves curse removal would probably be most potent and useful um, or I could try and dispel it now the choice is entirely yours okay. I only have access to dispelling magic well it's not going to I do have any no harm, idea. Is it, so. yeah let's give okay. that a go um, yeah, let's give it a go Oh, one, one moment before you do. Uh, I'm going to cast yeah. Desperate Prayer and then do I lay on hands on myself. All right. Uh, right, okay. I do happen to have the spell prepared, so I will attempt this one. Okay, uh, so... Um... Uh, my favourite phrase. Please talk amongst yourselves for a second, because uh, I just need to find something from a very long time ago to figure out what you're rolling against here. So, do you think these so oysters have got pearls in them then? Oh, we can find out. I mean, you're good with a dagger, aren't you? Yeah. You can maybe start opening them, but uh, uh, well, actually, no. We want to keep them fresh until we're ready to cook them. Do we, do we have a bucket? We don't want live oysters. I mean, that'll end up being, you know, just like <laughs> after dark. <laughs> Oysters are weird. They, they, they texture of snot. I wouldn't. I haven't had one. But they um, don't appeal to me. Much like snails. Taste of lemon. Oh, uh, uh, snails taste of garlic. Mm. What's mean, the texture like, garlic. though? Is it like chewy? Uh, it can be a little bit. 
Uh, I was about to say, it'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing now with voice. No, we're having a conversation about food and character. Oh, right, yes. uh, we're, we're discussing um, oysters. I, I mean, well, no, I was about to say, it, it can be a little bit like gristle on meat, but then I realise I'm talking to a vegetarian, so... Uh, sorry. I mean, I've, I've had meat. I'm a vegetarian oh, right, all my yes. life. It, it's sort Delism. of a little bit like gristle in meat, mm. yes. That's snails. Uh, well, I'd Garden rather the pearls. Hopefully there's yes. one in one of these. Is this I going to no hurt, idea. Ah, I don't specialise in putting curses on people. That didn't sound convincing. Oh, no, that, that is good to know. <laughs> so why do your eyes go black, then? Yeah, it, uh, it would be worse if you did, I, I have to say. It would be far worse if you yeah. did. Because the um, eyes going black, that seems like a non... A, a more of an no, evil no, thing. No, 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 um, that's just me not looking at uh, magic. Like a, like a second okay. sense. So... Did Otto's eyes go black? No, but you know... It's been a while since you've seen Otto cast a spell, so can, yeah. maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, all sorts of, there's all sorts of magical things, you know, judging people, you know, by the way they look. We don't oh, do that. No, I mean, we ask judge them you first. by your size, do we? Yeah, no, we ask people you know. first and then, then make our decisions. I was I was just asking because I've only seen yes. I've, I'm sure Della's only seen black eyes on evil things. That sounds like an evil trope. I don't know actually. Sounds like a stereotype. It does sound like a stereotype. Am I being black eyes ist? Maybe you are. There was that comment about yeah. my claws as well. When I look at my claws. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they were very near my eyes, and I just noticed it. <laughs> And I mean, I don't know. I didn't ask for them to spring out of the tips of my fingers. They just did. Oh. Were you expecting that? I had concerns it would happen eventually, but um, more of a wait and see than a um, expectation. Concerns. So is it a good thing or a bad thing? I don't like talking talk about, about it. it. Uh, I guess it depends entirely on your point of view. Um, I don't know if my um, heritage giving me additional uh, features means anything in the long run, or if it's just a natural progression of what I am. It might mean that I'm one step closer to um, the calling, or it might mean absolutely nothing at all. I'll ask a question if I may, and you know, forgive me for asking. It's simply because I I really don't know. Um, are hags evil? Are you who who are you asking? <laughs> Ryden or, or the DM? Ryden. <laughs> um. I don't think I'm the best person to ask. Do you think hags are evil? <laughs> I, d I don't know anything about hags, but Ryden, I think we did a good thing today. We'll just uh, ignore so. the part where um, kind of hit you both. 
Yes, missed. When you missed, you, you didn't, yes. You didn't it know, and you've got to try, and we didn't know how long we were going to be underwater, so... Okay. i got no problem with that, uh, but... Uh, yeah, it's all good. Brian, if you do find yourself turning sort of evil, do you want us to kill you? I mean, that's a bit forward. Well, no, if I was, if I was worried that I was going to turn evil, I would be saying, kill me before I get evil and hurt people. That's a very Alwyn thing to say. Uh, I'd I'd rather prefer you. Um, um, thank you. <laughs> let me wander off into the night and do my own thing. Yeah, that's the way I would go. Go do my evil. Okay, Della you promise you won't hurt people. <laughs> okay. Should we look at that ring? <laughs> oh, yes, please. <laughs> Talking I... about hurting people. <laughs> So as as uh, as as um, that conversation comes to its natural conclusion, um, and uh, yeah, Alwyn, you hold out your ring towards towards, towards Raiden. Uh, uh, Raiden, what do I you do? I will attempt to channel my magic and cast uh, dispel magic on the ring. Right, uh, if I may, what level are you casting at? Um, it's prepared at a second level. Second. So casting at second level, okay. So you reach out, um, you take Alwyn's hand in yours, Raiden, you start to focus on this ring, um, weaving the magic as the, as the magic starts to flow out flow out, out from you. To Alwyn and Della, what is about to follow happens in less 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 than a second. For Raiden, however, the what as you reach out with this magic towards magic towards toward this ring, you feel this black presence, this black dark presence around this ring, and you reach out towards it with your with your magic. And as your magic makes contact with the with the aura of the ring itself, it's like the world around you stops. And in your mind's eye, Raiden, um, stepping out from stepping out from directly behind Alwyn. You see the familiar form of a tall, blonde-haired, imperious-looking woman dressed in uh, furs of blues and silvers. She wields a sickle made of ice on her hip and has a long shaft of, again, what, what appears to be, be, be an, an icicle uh, dancing between her, between her fingertips. And she, and she looks you in the eye, Raiden, and she says... Ah, so you seek to relieve the thief of his punishment. Very well, my dear. Let's play a game. <laughs> and that's what oh, we do no. for tonight. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is not good. Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Alexander Nakarada and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthetwentyside.com.
I I will say for 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 the benefit for benefit of the players, um, this person looked identical to the uh, woman trapped in the bubble near the dancing hut. Of course, I had her name somewhere in my notes. Yeah. Oh boy. Finally going to get rid of are this you? ring. Yay. Are you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, getting rid of something. We'll find out. Uh, One day. Uh, and, and to go back, the whole reason why AI came up in conversation, um, the reason why uh, Tarot Day is held on the 25th of May is uh, that was two weeks after Douglas Adams died. So that's why. I, I have found the name, but I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Nijena? And my notes say that she is a high-ranking Jadwiga, and in Elvana's inner circle. And she was in charge of the Pale Tower. And murderer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we don't like her. She can go. She can jump in a volcano. <sighs> oh boy, what have I got into on your behalf? <laughs> Like Raiden doesn't even know if she cares all that much.